Ramblers get ramblin'. While we're talking about sound, the it's raining here, and the house has a the porch has a metal roof, and I go out onto the porch to smoke a cigarette. So, <coughs> I, if you hear any sound of rain hitting a metal roof, and I know you have a, a lanai there in Pennsylvania, so that you're probably familiar yeah. with it. So, if I'm making any any noise pollution, just uh, let me know. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So, who wants to kick things off? Well, how are you guys doing? We're we're, we're alive, apparently. So that's <laughs> you know that's that's a start. That's um, about as good as we can get, you know, right now. But yeah, we're all <laughs> we're all alive. <laughs> I um, I really enjoyed the. I actually got to listen to the whole first episode uh late it was a friday night and i, I couldn't uh, stop listening it was a uh, really good stuff oh, thanks man. riveting <laughs> stuff very enjoyable yeah i let i let i gave deborah the link she's my boss and my friend and uh she said she listened to the whole thing and she enjoyed it. And she said, listening to you guys is no dumber than listening to Bill O'Reilly. So that's, I, that's a compliment. Yeah. yeah that's good. I don't know how to take that, but <laughs> I, I'm actually confused, but let's go yeah. with it. <laughs> I'm just glad she listened to the whole yeah. thing. Right. Uh, it's a compliment. I'm 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 fine with that. I, dumb, less dumb than anybody is <laughs> is a plus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I can tell you, I'll I'll kick it off uh, if you guys want um, about what's been happening around here. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people, uh, and everybody I talk to from all over the world, from all over the country, or well, and somebody I have a friend who just moved to the Netherlands uh, about two months ago. Uh, they, there, there. A lot of people are saying, um, well, not the friend from the Netherlands, but a lot of people are saying that because it's allergy season, they're getting symptoms of of like colds and stuff like that, and it's really freaking people out. I know that I get allergies um, in the spring, around this time when the temperatures start to go in the uh, upper fifties, lower sixties, and you could just feel that pollen going into your nose, you know? And so it creates a stuffy nose, um, that stupid tickle cough, that dry cough, which is the most alarming thing of all, um, you know, cause you're like, fuck man, what, uh, excuse my French. You're like, damn man, why, why am I, uh, why am I like coughing and, you know, so, so it's a very scary time, especially at night. I'm hearing from a lot of people, um, professors, uh, like professors at Fordham, 
for my, uh, you know, my, uh, I have a class that I take there for, for, uh, you know, um, being certified to deal with interns and all that. And, um, you know, even there, like people are just freaking out in the middle of the night. They think they wake up at three in the morning, you're cold, you think you have a fever. And I just want to say like the solution, you know, uh, give it half an hour, give it an hour. And usually you'll find that the, you know, the symptoms are gone and it was just like a temporary thing. Your nose got temporarily stuffy, this and that and the other. And, you know, I've been dealing with it for, for weeks now, uh, you know, on and off. Um, and it's just a scary thing. It's a scary thing, uh, where, where you think, then you start picturing, you know, dying on the sidewalk outside of Elmhurst hospital, you know, on, at the curb, you're, you're just sweating to death at the ground on the ground and, and just scary stuff. And, um, and, and, uh, I've been reading about, uh, the key is to take, uh, care of the other factors, you know, your other factors and, and try and minimize the, the uh, other factors that might complicate it if you get this. And I, I guess uh, that's it for now. I mean, I'm, I'm rambling, you know, no pun intended, but, but it is one of the things that's been bothering a lot of fear. Just so it's, it's scary. And, and then you, you forget about it. You hear a siren out the window, uh, tons of ambulances. And uh, anyway, I don't know, uh, has anybody else had that experience of like waking up in the middle of the night freaking out about it? Well, not I, I no. Yeah, well, I last week I I ran. I I haven't been getting out there as as much as I I I used to. And uh, last week, I don't know if it was Wednesday or Thursday, I I, I did a run, and I got back. <clears throat> uh, I took the shower and. Everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, after about maybe a half an hour or so, my throat got really scratchy. <laughs> it got really uh, scratchy. Uh. Um, you know, my nose was runny. And I just, you know, like, I guess because of the uh, the, the, the hot shower and, and the chilliness outside and the run and all of those factors kind of came, they coalesced together. And I started feeling like these, getting these hot flashes and then I think, yeah, your yeah. mind starts to kind of take it to all these yes. different directions. Um, so I, I, I would be lying if I didn't tell you guys that I wasn't praying to, you know, whatever the hell is out there. You know, <laughs> it's like, please, you know, I, I don't I don't want to get this now when the hospitals are, are clearly not prepared uh, if I needed it. So, yes. Not, not yes, afraid of getting. Yes. That's the, that's but, the main thing. Yeah, that's the main thing. That like I have yeah. zero faith in the hospital system. Plus, the more I read about it, um, if you do wind up in the hospital, they can do one of two things for you: uh, oxygen, and maybe if you're lucky, they'll give you those uh, those medications. The tuberculosis medications, uh, right? Which I hope they. And a malaria uh, one, which which uh, I, I'll take. You know, if, if your if your lungs are basically if you're falling apart and you're about to die, I'll drink I'll drink a bucket of boogers. I'll drink a bucket of piss. I don't care what I take. You know, if I, if it means I have a chance of surviving, like uh, I'll, I'll you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like like I don't care if it's approved or not approved. I'll drink FDA. a bucket of piss. And, and yeah. let me just say I. <laughs> Yeah, man, anybody would, you know, uh, they say, 
it's it's scary, but they say the people who get put on the ventilators, there's a very low outcome for them. Twenty uh, percent. Uh, I'm here. I heard survive. that this morning. I was shocked. I would have thought it was you know twenty percent that die, uh, die, and I was I couldn't believe it. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Also, and if you it... if you survive, don't forget it. Just surviving, you you don't know what kind of condition these people are in. I I knew somebody. He got malaria in World War II. And he was never the same again. The fever went high enough that it uh, it did something to his mind. Oh, and I mean, he he still he still uh, went through life. And but he he was not like everyone who knew him knew he was he was he wasn't right. He wasn't uh, yeah he wasn't, he wasn't right, right in the head. That's crazy. Well, they say there are complications with this thing. Um, if you if you get it, COVID nineteen, and you and you uh, uh, get better. Um, you, you have lung issues. You could have lung issues for months later. Um, and there's also a question. Yeah. There's also a question that, you know, you, you might even get this thing again. Uh, you might have immunity for a year. Um, but yeah, the, the, you, you, you can have problems after, you know, uh, getting better. So. Yeah, yeah, you, and uh, permanent damage. If your lungs got all messed up and you survived by the hairs on your yeah. chinny chin chin, odds are that some sort of damage happened. Well, I wonder permanent, if scar tissue, especially and stuff. In the yeah, because that's all air sacs, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's these, it's these little air. Uh, I, I forget what they're called. It's something with an A. Um, I forget the actual term for them. These little yeah. hole, these little pockets. Av- in your aviolas. No. Aviolas. Like yeah, yeah. That's impressed, yeah, exactly. isn't it? Oh, oh. Aviolas. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go back to class. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, I thought. Yeah, the same I'm thing like, when I saw ooh, it. John, yeah, I Google it. that. <laughs> <laughs> let's study that next <laughs> um yeah so so the so uh there there could be permanent damage and i think that also god forbid any of us wind up in this position uh i think it's also very important the hospitals can do nothing for you except provide you with oxygen perhaps those medications and at worst case scenario, a ventilator. So that that's it. There's nothing else that they could do for you. For and everybody's confirming that. That's yeah. not just uh, me talking out of my arse. So the uh, the the thing is, you have to uh, take care of yourself before, right when it happens, right when it starts. You know, like like if you if you have that mild cold, take precautions. Treat it like you're gonna die. And, 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 and just like do what you have to do to take care of yourself and take no chances. And, and then, uh, you know, whatever that may be, you know, and if you want to clear out, I, I guess, I mean, I, I guess what, what I'm thinking of is expectorants at this point. Um, if a re- the body coughs for a reason, it coughs to get phlegm out, just like you sneeze to get rid of like stuff in your nasal passages, right? So if you're coughing a dry cough, that means that it's dry mucus. It's thick. It's not getting through. It's like squeezing a bottle of ketchup and it's solidified, right? You're squeezing, but nothing's coming out. So 
perhaps, and I, it's not medical advice. I'm not a doctor. I'm talking out of my ass. I've just been reading. Uh, maybe an expectorant, like a, like a mucinex or something, might be what you need to clear out your lungs. What it does is it turns your mucus into, into a more liquidy kind of thing. And at, at that point, it's easier. It's like sticking a butter knife in the ketchup bottle, you know, and, and uh, loosen, loosening everything up. So it could make the difference in clearing up your air passages, getting rid of all that debris, maybe some of that watery mucus kind of soaks up some of that dead tissue and all that stuff that's happening there and you cough it up, it'll be gross, but that might help. Or it might kill you faster. <laughs> I don't know. So it's just something to well, bring up to well, you. Well what what you could do too is you could just drink plenty of water because if you're if you're dehydrated the obviously everything everything is more dry <clears throat> and the more liquid you drink, the more you can uh, try and liquefy that congestion. And also uh, drinking hot fluids, you know, that heat tends to break things up. And, uh, and germs don't do good well with heat. That's why we get fevers. So, so drinking lots of hot liquids. It's actually a lot, of, a lot of the cures are like what your grandma would have told you today. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> hot liquids, rats, vitamin C, sun. Sunshine, yeah, hot toddies. Probably getting drunk off your ass is not a good idea, but right. But, but a couple of drinks helps. It raises your temperature a little bit. Yeah, know. and if you space it throughout the day, you know, if if you have a a few hot tod- like a hot toddy every two hours. Yeah, I mean, a, a hot toddy is not a rum and coke. You know, I mean, there's there's a, a a reaction that happens when you when you add the alcohol to hot liquid. A lot of that alcohol is actually burning off. Yeah, and you know, I find the if you put alcohol in it, it allows you to add in all kinds of ingredients like garlic and ginger and stuff that you wouldn't normally drink it. Like you could make it without the alcohol, but it would be awful. And so at least if you feel like you're getting a little drunk, you'll enjoy drinking it. And that the alcohol raises your temperature too. So yeah, good examples there. Things like yeah, ginger so- and, and garlic and um, certain herbal teas, hot, you know, uh, lemon, honey, you know, those can't hurt. I'm sure those can only help. You know, I don't know how much, depending on how bad your condition may be, but, uh, oh, uh, you know, maybe horseradish, you know, things like that. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, do you have, are you taking any supplements uh, at all? Uh, me no, I I I got some things for for my mom because she's you know at a much uh, higher level of risk, um, you know. But you know, I wanted to mention um, for over two weeks maybe now, it's not as if I'm sick. I don't feel I feel fine, but it's just been this strange, mild feeling in my lungs in my throat where uh-huh. I sound like I have a bit of a cold, but I really don't. It's that, it's that allergy season thing. That's what well, I'm I, telling you, man. Yeah, like, well, like it's, it's crazy. I, I don't get any kinds of allergies really. I mean, I, as far as I know, if I do, it's, it's extremely mild, you know, once in a while I'll sneeze. And there's but no it's fever. Nothing. It's not no, no fever. Um, so, I, you know, I, I was running around a, a few weeks ago trying to stock up on things before everybody else did, you know, online and, and in 
the real world, you know, outside. Um, so I could have easily caught something, uh, but, and I'm, you know, cause they're saying that uh, many people may be carrying it, but have almost no symptoms throughout. They're carriers. Um, <clears throat> so it's possible yeah. that some mild, really, really mild thing could be occurring that nobody even it may barely registers on the, on the uh, radar and, and you're just carrying, I, I don't know. Or it could be allergy season. Or it could be a little. It could be a little anxiety too. Right. Or it could be that you've been walking around with a little bit of a, like tickle in your throat for five years, and all of a sudden you hear about the coronavirus, yes. and you're monitoring your your uh, health constantly. <laughs> you know, it's great. It's great that you brought that up, John, because I didn't think about this. Uh, the other day. I was like coughing, you know, at night, you know, just kind of like a little tip. It's a little tickle in the throat, right? Like a little tickle. It's, it's, it's annoying. It's all, it's, it's like always there, but like it, it comes and goes, but like it feels like it's always there, but it isn't. So I was coughing and I freaked out and I was telling Lindsay, you know what I just thought of? I, I, um, I remember in the past, like years ago, I, for some reason, when I laugh, like when I'm watching a, a movie or something, and it's something hilarious, I'll laugh and then I'll start coughing. That's normal. Yeah. Especially, so, are you still smoking? Right. <clears throat> yes. I, 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 I've, yeah. I, so, I still yeah. Um, so that probably, that probably creates a, uh, that, that permanent cough and a permanent, like, it's not as clear. My airways are never as clear as they Makes should sense. be. Uh, so, so, you know, so now that regular cough that I've always had for years, and scaring years, the years shit is now, <laughs> yeah, now it's like a big yeah. deal, whereas like I would ignore it in the past. And, and, it, and what triggered that was remembering how I, I would laugh and cough. And I was like, okay, if I had that years ago, then this is probably just a result of that. Um, but that being said, monitor yourself and and uh i guess the key is shit i guess the key is like if the cough increases and you get a fever i mean then you've got a good chance i mean there's no purpose of going to the hospital they've made it clear there's no purpose of going to the hospital unless you're you know at uh you can't breathe i heard i was listening to coast to coast i i don't know if i believe this but the guy there was a guest on coast to coast am last night who was saying like there's no need to go to the hospital period just to check yourself in if you know it's it's over so you don't die at home that was basically <laughs> what he said um so so like i don't know if people i don't know there's probably a bunch of people dead at home i mean i hate to be tragic but you know grim about it but like in italy if you you know you live like in italy yeah like you you just died at home you're you're alone or or whatever and you refuse to go to the hospital or you didn't have the energy because some people say that they've reported that if you have these, uh, that if you're really sick, just getting out of bed is like running a marathon. Oh, yeah. Cause the lungs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, right. Right. So, so like, I'm sorry. Yeah, pe- people so, who, who, who lose a lung, like, uh, have to have a lung taken out. It reduces their, their athleticism immensely like they can't they can't even walk 10 feet without like stopping it's no joke man yeah um 
Uh, well, Chris, while we have you on here, uh, the you you were mentioning stuff uh, because there's another component to this. It, in southern Italy, the violence is spreading. There was a a truck got um, hijacked. The guy, the truck driver, he, he went to the south. Uh, yeah, a truck got so, hijacked in Italy. Some, it's right. like a Scorsese so, movie. I'm sorry, Sicily, right? So, yeah, man. Around around Sicily, so he says he got he a group of people approached him. He got clonked in the head, <laughs> and in a blink, he was awake again, and his truck was empty. <laughs> so, familiar. So like, it's Brooklyn. <laughs> it's not funny, but but it's funny. <laughs> The, the the point is that that everything that happens in Italy, the one rule that that's been that's held true all this time is that whatever happens in Italy happens in the United States uh, two two weeks later, approximately two weeks later. So, if we don't open this uh, place up, um, then we are going to have a situation where people are going to be desperate, and some of those people might be low lives already. And this is just their final excuse. Right. And some of those people might just be desperate, good, good people who are desperate, hungry, scared, and looting can start. And, and, and it can become a real problem uh, in the next two weeks. Uh, but the bailout is the other end of it. They, uh, what I'm seeing, the conservatives seem to be uh, talking about how this, the cure is, is worse than the uh, disease with, with shutting everything down. Uh, the more left progressives seem to be talking about highway robbery the bailout but i haven't really studied the bailout a lot in the details because i've just been basically you know trying to go to stay stay sane i'm just trying to stay sane basically um so i haven't really like researched a lot of that but chris you've been reading about that right i can't say that i've read about it uh i just wanted to throw in a quick uh note about um my symptoms uh i didn't get to finish um so I had some nausea too, which I never have. And um, like I said, uh, you know, like a, it's just, you know, it, 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 it's definitely something. I never get that. And I, I don't think it's just, you know, in my mind. I mean, it could be, but I, you know what I mean? Because I'm not really that freaked out about it. I'm not so worried. I, I do believe that the people, most of the people who are at really a high risk are, you know, uh, much more compromised and much older. You know, you always have uh, uh, some exceptions, but, uh, you know, if you keep that in mind, if you take good care of yourself, I wouldn't be so afraid. I don't think it's worth it. You know, I would be more worried about the, the ones we love that we may come into contact with who are vulnerable. Um, but having said that, um, yeah, I haven't read about it. Uh, I, you know, if um, if you were to talk to me about it, economics, you know, uh, you know, in a in a detailed, uh, intelligent way, uh, I'd have some trouble, <laughs> to say the least. So, but but I have listened to a lot. I've really gotten into um, watching Jimmy Dore on YouTube. Oh, you know, Jimmy Dore, yeah, right, right. he's great. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, you know, like, uh, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, you know, but, but um, he seems to be, uh, you know, pretty, I mean, I, I tend to agree a lot with, with his take on, on things, you know, uh, um, and uh, he's had a bunch of um, journalists on, had a, a string of great interviews, I thought, um, in which they completely destroyed the, uh, the, this bill. 
And again, you know, without really understanding anything, um, you just assume, I, I, I assume that um, this is just how it works. You know, whenever, you know, you have bad people, evil people who, who you know, uh, tend to want to be in positions of power and whenever uh, possible will take advantage of a situation no matter what. Okay, so never let a crisis, never let a good crisis go to waste. That that right, and and right. So so uh, you know, um, why do, why is it that always? It seems that always they will, whenever they throw in some sort of bone to supposedly help people, which seems like a joke. You know, twelve hundred dollars. You don't know. You don't know when you're going to see it. You know uh, that they insist on combining it with. Um, with much larger amounts of money, which could be going to, you know, uh, the rich and corporations. Yeah. yeah. You know, why can't they separate these things? And they rush them through. Uh, you know, it's just the details. What are the details? Who's right? An eight hundred page document, and and everybody had two hours to read it. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. And the big I, I, thing about that is. Um, you know, if I were anything, I would consider myself a quote-unquote progressive, you know, whatever that means, because, you know, there's so many phony progressives out there, you know. Um, and they really, this was like they, they're, they're saying, you know, it's like a, the great unmasking, you know. And, and Dor, Dor is sick of it. He can't, you know, uh, he's had enough. He's not going to make any excuses for these people. You know, uh, well, what, what do he you gets think? Crazy. Though? Like, Jimmy Dore is crazy, man. It's yeah. awesome. He's pretty funny. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. What, so, so it sounds like you're, what you're saying, what, what they're saying is, is it's, uh, it supports, uh, like it throws a bone to the uh, everyday man and then like uh, something huge is happening right. uh, on the other end where, where like somebody's getting huge money right you know people... because if i don't know i don't remember the exact details but the the 09 they, um uh the allowed was like 800 billion and i, I think they were further um they call a qe was it qe's qualitative quantitative easing yeah yeah the, the, with the buying of the... right so yeah and so it seems as if this one you know, dwarfs that. And yeah, that's twice as nice. And then, twice as nice. And then you add to it, uh, you know, this, what's going on now where so many businesses are, are not going to be able to get back on, you know, oh, yeah. open up everything. Uh, so many businesses yeah. will not be able to survive. Too many people don't have uh, any money, are going to be scared to go out there. So non-essential things are going to take a huge I would assume it's, you know, it's obvious. Uh, so this, this has the makings of something much, much, much worse than an 08. So, you know, just kind of uh, for that, you know, like as much as you can, like accept the possibility that it's going to be pretty ugly and you know, do what you can to kind of survive. Well, the... The the, tw- the twelve hundred dollars will help, <laughs> you know. But I mean, it will. I mean, it, it it'll help a little yeah, bit. You, you get more buy some bread. You get more if you've been making babies. 
Right. There's five hundred dollars per child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, it sounds to yeah. me like it's trickle down. You know, I think that they're going to be aiming high with the with the bailouts. You know, and you know, you have you have Trump saying that he doesn't want the companies to use it to buy back their stock. Um, but you know, <laughs> what what does history tell you, right? So, yeah, it looks like it's right. I, unless you, unless you're going to make a law, and even then they'd find a way. Right? Yeah, because they right. they hire loads of lawyers and, and they could find those loopholes you know? so yes it, and the, the lawyers aren't very busy so yeah, well it's it's gonna out. be it's <laughs> gonna be massive payouts to corporations just on the basis of what they're saying that they're taking over everyone's payroll for eight weeks you know that's a lot of employees in the united states to take over everyone's yeah. payroll and the the funny thing about it nobody oh, really knows shit. Nobody really knows what this thing is yet, all the details. Even the banks who are lending the money don't know. And there are a lot of questions that have a lot of people scared of it, like small business people. If, let's say, you take this money to keep your employees on the payroll, and then in June or whenever they open things up, let's say you had 20 employees, but now business is slow and you only need 10. Do you have to continue to keep those people on the payroll or what? Well, no, uh, there's actually um, I think I read or I saw something in the plan uh, that allows the states. It, it frees up a lot of money for each state to offer prolonged unemployment, because that's kind of where I'm looking now. Um, and I don't have satisfactory answers to move on it. My uh, my. My company cut our hours on Friday, so starting this week coming up, I'm going to be doing 24-hour work weeks. So I'm essentially bumped down to part-time, which is better than, I guess, getting fired or laid off. Uh, hope that they're, And they're going to do it for three months. So, you know, a lot could, a lot can happen, obviously. It's, it's, it's not... It, 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 it's not a good situation. Uh, my company in particular said that they lost $50 million in revenue just in the month of, of, of March. Um, and they're projecting to lose pretty much that plus for the next two. So um, it, it's, it's, but it's affecting, it's not just, I mean, it, it's a, it, it's just a domino effect. It affects everything from, from you know the the guy that you get your gas to the guy you buy your coffee from to it it, it affects everybody you know um, I mean yes movies are, are on hold everything is on hold you know everything but um everything but by the way I just want to cut it, in really quickly I just got a, a flash came in here Boris Johnson was hospitalized yeah I heard he had it last week. But he's been hostile. Yeah, he doesn't look like the healthiest fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, once, I'm surprised Trump once, doesn't once have you it. get hospitalized. <laughs> yeah, but, but once you get hospitalized, that's yeah, a but bad, it's a bad sign. If you're if you're rich and influential and important, maybe they hospitalize you for for almost nothing. Sneeze. Yeah, sneeze or something. Yeah. yeah. Well then, if he does, if he does, hopefully he does come through it. If he does come through it, then there'll be a lot of questions as to what the procedure was, how it was done, how it was handled, because then that can be, on paper at least, replicated for everybody else. 
And if it can't be, then that's a scandal on its own. But that's for that's for the future. Yeah. Right now, hopefully, it yeah, turns yeah, out well, okay. If you, are, you, know, you don't want anybody to go. If you're a politician go, you know? and you get hospitalized for a sneeze, you recover in the hospital. And then if people ask you, uh, you know, why would you get hospitalized when other people couldn't? You say, because I'm part of the elite. Too bad, suckers. <laughs> and I'm, just, I'm resigning, I'm resigning well, now, and I'm going to go into retirement with all my money, and you can vote for somebody who's exactly like me for the future. You know, if, if, you, if, I, you, have, if you have power I, and money and can get yourself the best care, I mean, who cares about your political career? Go do something else. Right. Um, yeah, well, hopefully it turns out okay for him, and shit. hopefully if it does and something new is tried on him, uh, hopefully that can be replicated. Now, for, now for they're gonna people. they're gonna try and new can, things on yeah. people like you and me who aren't that important. And then if it, <laughs> if it works, then they'll try yeah. it on him. <laughs> that that, that right. all of these we'll, we'll failed see, fucking procedures are probably what's killing the forty year olds. <laughs> but but I think I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I I honestly think that this bailout is is. It's just a band-aid. I don't think it's meant to, I don't think it's meant to like, uh, you know, bring anybody out of the fire. I think that the best thing we can do is try and figure a way to open this shit up as soon as possible. Yeah, but you're talking about trillions of dollars already. Yeah. That, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, they're just injecting, you know, I think, what, what is it, Chris? Two, two trillion all right, so you I heard that. it's going to 4.5. Officially, officially, officially two trillion. Officially, that's the number but that they're throwing out there, but, you know. But it's supposed, to be, it's supposed to be more um, sometime later, like a few more, like... Uh, they're doing it in you know, helping. I didn't know that. That's what I heard. I, I'm sorry, I don't have the details, but I kept hearing, you know, 4.5 trillion, basically. Wow, okay. And that's still, I don't think it's including nearly enough of the help that, you know, the, the, us, you know, your, your main population would need. It's so scary. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, well, what, what you so have well. to realize is, and Ramos touched on this last time, is the economy is like, you, you know, you go to the, the store and you buy something for a dollar and then the owner of the store pays his employee a dollar and then they go buy something for a dollar. And, you know, that dollar just keeps, keep it circulating. Yeah, it keeps circulating and circulating. And right. so for the government to step in, for one entity to step in and try and compensate everyone for this money that it's not just it's not just like if you earn uh, $600 a week that that 600 goes into your vault and stays there you know that 600 goes everywhere over and over and over and over again and for the, for the government to get involved and try and compensate everyone for this money that just circulates like that it's impossible without crashing the dollar so i mean i guess the best we could hope for is that they give enough to keep things alive for a while so it recovers without totally destroying uh, the United States dollar. Well, the country's on life support, basically. The, the, this, this bailout is life support. Um, and uh, I, I mean, even if they opened up tomorrow, which, 
you know, I don't, they're clearly not going to move anything or do anything major for at least another two weeks to the end of April. But even if they open shit up tomorrow, you know, you, there's still the personal level there. People are not going to be confident. You're going to have half the population that won't have the money to go out, you know, uh, spend money on a, in a, in a restaurant or, or spend money at a hotel. So, you know, it would take weeks for people to get back to that level where they have that fake disposable income. You know, uh, I don't even think people are going to be charging anything unless it's essential at this point. So, yeah, you know, they're going to have to charge because where else are they going to be able to if they have no money? Yeah, exactly. But if they have anything left on their credit cards, they'll they max out the credit cards at least. You know, hopefully for food, you know, because that's what they need. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But they're not going to be going to the movies. They're they're not going to be going to expensive restaurants. The they're not going to be traveling, you know. I I, I don't think they would. Um, so yeah, I, it's it, these are some crazy fucking times, man. They're 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 scary. Yeah, it's it's I mean, going it, to come back. Keeps me awake, is it? It's yeah. going to come back very gradually if it comes back. You know, if they announce tomorrow, which they're not going to do, but if they announce tomorrow, everyone can go back to work. The all the smart people would say, well, I'll wait two weeks. I'll wait 14 days yeah. and let's see what happens to these people who go back to work and how they do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so that's, that's going to be the attitude whenever it happens is that the most cautious of us are going to wait an extra 14 days to let other people be guinea pigs. And then we'll, we'll all be gradually coming out of our houses. Sounds so horrible well, when you say it also, like that. You also have to take into account there are people who are desperate with no money who don't want nobody wants yes. to go out and, 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 and catch coronavirus or, or because they had to go back to work. So they're gonna they're they have no money, they haven't worked in weeks. Their their rent they didn't pay their rent in April, even though the moratorium for three months is in place, you still owe that money when, when everything uh opens up again. Well, yeah, that's what I don't understand. That, that makes no sense to, to I'm sorry, so, but, you know, so, to, so, so, yeah, no, uh, yeah, go, go good, ahead. I'm sorry. So, so uh, it's true, Chris, it's true. But what I'm saying is, unfortunately, these sad people, it's not about smart to me. I think these poor people that are not going to be, that, that have to get out there as soon as possible, which could turn out to be us sure. in like two or three weeks if we get furloughed or, or something <laughs> happens are going to have to get out there and take the chance simply because it's financially viable. That being said, if you're lucky enough or fortunate enough to be able to wait it out, it probably, you're probably better off just waiting it out and see if, if a bunch of people go back out into the community and all sure. die, then you're like, well, I think I'm going to stay home a little longer, you know? So, so I, I mean, if you have that opportunity then, then, yeah, but I'm sorry, John, I, I cut you off with that. I just, I just wanted, they're not necessarily idiots, the people that are going to go out there <laughs> immediately, uh, as much as they are just desperate, you know. Uh, I, 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 I would use guinea pig. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to use guinea pig. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're, they're poor people. <sighs> Deprofessional. Let's just say they're poor people, and the reason they're poor is because they're idiots. That's not very liberal to oh, say. Wow. <laughs> that's a that's a bit much. That's I mean, there, there's always thing. some truth. Listen, thing, I but, disagree uh, with that. Yeah, but not, yeah, we all disagree. No, of I course, I disagree. I, 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 I can't yeah. imagine. Yeah, okay. 
joking, but you know, there's there's a, there's you know, there's a grain of truth in everything. That's you know, that's how uh, you know Rush Limbaugh survives. You know, like you know, he'll he'll be able to say a few things way, that are actually true. What's going on with Rush Limbaugh? He had lung cancer, right? Yeah. And then it disappeared from the news with all of this that's been maybe, going. On. Maybe it was, maybe it was coronavirus, and he he got cured. <laughs> that's another thing too have you guys been doing this whenever i hear that some poor bastard died or is hospitalized i think oh shit corona you know it's like right it's right it's unbelievable like your, your mind automatically goes there yeah yeah it does it's so overwhelming 16 year old actor died the other day oh shit corona you know you, you so i don't know right i didn't say why but, yeah so john you, you're making a good point about the 14 uh like you wait 14 days but I, where uh, that was that sounded like it was uh heading somewhere what 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 were you saying with that well yeah we we got kind of derailed yeah. obviously some people are poor because they're they're stupid but i mean a lot of people are just the the dollar's not good the you know wages haven't gone up to meet inflation like they should and people have families and when you have a family it becomes harder and harder to get ahead of you know, ahead of things financially because things come up. There's always things that come up. Your car breaks down, or your your kids get sick, or your whatever. So, so yeah. I mean, poor people aren't necessarily stupid, but yeah, the economically disadvantaged, we could call them, perhaps will be the first ones to go out, and. We'll see how they fare. But if you can stay at home and for those 14 days, then it's a really smart, good thing to do. Even if, if you, you, could, yeah, yeah. You, you might have to lie. You might have to tell your boss, you know, I, I have symptoms and so I can't come back yet. And, uh, you, you know, and play it safe for yourself, for your own family. Everybody, everybody's got to do the best they could do to protect their family because, at the end of the day, society in general may, is important, but your family comes pr- protecting your family comes before protecting society, right, protecting of the United States economy, or right. anything like that. Yeah, well, be, it's, you can have Good a great point. economy, but if I'm dying, uh, I, I don't care. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, has anybody uh, heard any more about the tests? I haven't been able to follow the antibody test because it sounds like the antibody test is the key because if you could show that you had it and developed an immunity, then you can go to work, you know? Yeah, yeah that would be huge I, if I they could it, get though. that out. You could have people who are like you could start certifying people who are immune and put them to work on right. essential jobs and uh, – even in places that are locked down, like instead of the, that horrible system of people lining up at Elmhurst Hospital, right. if you could get people going to somebody's house, you know, when you, if you knew you had someone who's immune and yeah. you could send them out to somebody's house and do this very simple test that anyone could do, let's say even a teenager could do, right. if they could drive a car, they could go do it. Right, and you right. knew they were immune. You could even give them a permit, like to park anywhere, and then it would be really fun. Like if you are, <laughs> if you have a, had a permit to park anywhere in New York, and you could run lights and stuff, like the cops, I'd volunteer for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> if you can keep me at my current salary and I can do anything else, I'm down. 
I'm down. I, I'll go deliver food. I'll go oh, clean yeah. shit. I don't care. You know, if if there's something I could do to help, you know, at at the current levels that that you know, so I can sustain what I've got going on, <laughs> I'm 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 in. You know, uh, and and yeah. uh, and that that's it. That is a good idea. Everybody's. Yeah, everybody's salaries are getting cut, though. Even the first responders, man, they're cutting doctors, nurses, salaries. They're cutting hours. It's yeah. it's insane. Yeah, no, it, it really is. They're they're cutting. Uh, they're they're trying to save money wherever they can. They're they're even cutting um, health benefits oh, to yeah, some of people, these people. Yeah, I, um, it, it's I'm 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 fortunate because at least they're letting us keep all of our benefits. I, I have the the cheapest plan, but it's a very good plan if I stay within the network and it's really the cheapest. I think it's like 90 to a hundred dollars a paycheck, which, you know, that's every two weeks, man. That's, that's not bad. Um, so yeah, that's, no. that's where I'm at right now. Um, I got the, I'm doing the 24 hour work week and I have the option to, to file for unemployment, um, to kind of make up. Would you the get rest of that, Would, would uh, you get full 20, unemployment so. benefits as a part timer, or is it partial? No, it's it would be partial, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they're going to extend it, but it's 26 weeks right now in right. Pennsylvania. So, if I was laid off completely, I would obviously, you know, go for it. But I don't want a chance getting, you know, a hundred bucks mm-hmm. a week. And, you know, this works in three months. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm completely unemployed mm-hmm. and I I have only three months now right. to find no, no, something. Yeah. And I highly doubt. Yeah, it's, it's I'm, as marketable as anybody is, depending on what they do, I, it's, it's a to be looking for a job. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to deal with it for as long as I can. And, um and the, yeah, delay that's it. as long as you can. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I think that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You might I'm wanna... still, I'm Go still ahead. waiting and seeing with unemployment and stuff like that. I'm waiting for some guinea pigs to see what they do because there's uh, since I'm t- I'm 10.99. I don't get a paycheck. I work on commission, so I could kind of I could claim unemployment supposedly. And but no, that's never happened before that independent contractors could claim unemployment. So I don't know how that works, but I could it seems like I could also claim myself as a small business and, you know, maybe even get 10 grand uh, advance if I keep myself on the payroll. But I mean, it's it seems so scammy to do. And yeah, unemployment, you know, like, how do I how do I calculate what I uh what what I make in a week and how do I uh, like, will they want me to go out and look for another job? You know, you normally you have to look for a job while you get unemployment. You can't just sit around. Right. Yeah. That's state by state. I mean, when I was on unemployment for the six months, when I moved here back in 2015, I was collecting unemployment from New York and I didn't have to do anything. They, I, I never had to fill out yeah, anything or I just had to, I did it online each week and, and that's it. I never had to show any proof that I was looking or anything like that. Yeah, well, New York is a very liberal state. That's probably one of the best places to be applying for these benefits. Much, yeah, it's much different in PA. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's the, the, the states like the blue states, not only are they... Uh, 
or is it red? I forget. The rep- more Republican states, not only are they they tighter, yeah, Republicans, yeah, are Republicans are red. So not only are they tighter on handing out these benefits and they make you jump through a lot of hoops, but also, you know, those states are usually poorer. New York has New York and California has like the richest people in the world paying into. And so they can cover a lot of programs that you can't cover in a state like Florida has has rich people. But they also have a ton of retirees who are like low income on Medicare and. So it's not easy to get stuff in Florida. Right. I did hear that yeah. Florida is brutal. Um, and for, and I've heard that Florida's medic, med, healthcare system sucks. Oh yeah. It's garbage. You yeah. go, you go into, you go into the hospital here. It's, it's all marble and statues and, and it's beautiful. And they, they'll, they have a menu for your meals. They'll cook you whatever meal you want. And everyone is so nice to you, but there's just no nobody knows anything about doing medical care they're like dancing the macarena in there it's right. like going it's like going to a resort you might as well like uh, check yourself into a cruise ship or something yeah yeah i, I i'm looking here new uh nassau county is exploding at a higher rate than new york at this point new york city and jersey is it, is, are, John, are, John or Vic, are you, go, are you good? Yeah, Jersey. Are you good with uh, Jersey uh, geography? Because I don't know where all these counties are. For instance, it looks like Hudson County and Middlesex County, as of right now, are the biggest <laughs> counties uh, reporting cases. Those to me sound like they're closest to New York. Okay, so yeah, I don't know where any of this is. So yeah, uh, Hudson would be along the river most likely. Right. Yeah. Using logic and and Middlesex, I don't know what what that is. Maybe uh, pedophilia or something. Middle school kids. So that's probably close to New York too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, I have Jesus Christ. I I have heard that today that uh, New Jersey is uh, is is. Jersey, Jersey, and, and Nassau. Nassau County is a disaster right Nassau now. County. A disaster. I got to check how many cases were in Nassau County. Um, yeah. So, so anyway, I I talked to you about that hor- all my my horrible nights that I've been having, where I'm like laying in bed in the dark, listening to like you know conspiracy ra- you know conspiracy radio and and. Um, don't listen to conspiracy radio, man. And, don't, uh, don't listen to that yeah, shit. I, I can't. You can't. I can't, you can't sleep. I have to have like a podcast in the background. Read a book. I, I have to sleep. Right. Anyway, how's your? How have your nights been, guys? Like, how are you doing? You know, personally. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine. I sleep like a baby. Have a drink or two. Go to sleep. <laughs> Wake up in the morning. It's it's actually pretty easy here to forget that the coronavirus exists. Uh, I stopped at the gas station yesterday, and they had plastic, they had plexiglass. They hung it on chains from the ceiling. So if you went up to the register, there's only about maybe a twelve inches under the plexiglass where you can hand your your stuff through. Right, so you have and, to duck uh, to cough if you really want to like get yeah, it on the on the cashier. You have to like yeah yeah like if you if you let it, and it's a very simple <laughs> thing. I wondered how are they gonna? They've been talking about it, putting clerks behind uh, plexiglass, and I I pictured them like 
in a in a tomb, you know, like in New York, the bulletproof glass. It's like the, the, the liquor stores. The liquor stores have it too, and, and the bodegas. But, yeah, yeah. Some of the yeah, bodegas, some of them, not all. Of them. It's it's just a, a piece of plexiglass on two chains, and if you went up there and you like made an explosive sneeze, it would it would <laughs> it would go onto the plexiglass. Or if uh, you, you know, some people when they talk loud or they laugh, they spit while they talk and. So sure, yeah. And most people, even right. if you can't see it, yeah, little little microscopic particles. Oh, come yeah. out When you you know certain certain uh, syllables that you enunciate naturally cause you to spit. Let me let me ask it a different way. So, what have you guys been doing to stay safe? Like, what what movies have you got? What books are you reading? Yeah, me personally, I, I you know I'm not really that that uh, you know concerned myself. You know, it, it's more I'm I'm more concerned for you know like people who are vulnerable mm-hmm. who I need to be in contact with. Um, uh, so uh, that that's that's what I'm you know that's the thing. But um, you know, kind of getting back to uh, the economic side of things, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So you're, so you're telling people you don't have to pay your rent for three months, but then when the fourth month comes around, yeah, you, you have never, to pay never four months up. worth of rent. Never and how are in, in effect, able to do that? Uh, yeah. in a service-based economy, which is another thing, you know, this country has basically been sold out, you know, uh, uh, for a long time. And that wasn't that didn't need to happen. That was just basically, you know, a bunch of greedy bastards who couldn't help themselves, and they've never been able to stop. Whenever they can, they'll try to, you know, uh, get the people to work at at a as for as little money as possible yeah, somewhere and, else. And, and with with the rent thing, you know, you about, know, not many people own real estate free and clear. If you do, that's kind of a blessing. But you don't pay your rent for three months. You know, in New York, that could be 3000 a month. So now you're behind $9,000. How are you ever going to pay that back? But then your landlord, yeah. uh, he's now he's behind three months on his mortgage. And, you know, any repairs or utilities and taxes right. that he had to pay, property taxes are very high in some places. Yeah, and, yeah. They, they, and they're usually in debt themselves. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, wanted to, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would make that point to people uh, like a bunch of times or the last few years. I was thinking, you know, like, let's say you get some guy. I'm not that guy. You know, I've always been kind of have like a very poor mentality, you know, not really looking at, you know, the bigger picture. I'm not the type to take a risk, you know, and I should have, you know, I, I was in a position years ago where I, I should have bought something. It would have been a lot cheaper, uh, but I didn't, you know, I just didn't come from a background where I could think that way, you know, whatever, that's fine. Uh, but I did think about these people who, who do hustle, you know, like uh, they'll, they'll work hard and they'll buy up, uh, you know, in one of those old uh, six apartment buildings in, in uh, Queens. Right. And, um, you know, they'll, they're really, they'll, they'll try to get somewhere, you know, uh, where in, you know, further down the line, they'll be much better off. 
but it comes with risks, obviously, which I wouldn't be able, wouldn't be willing to take. You know, where you know, what if you have like a bunch of tenants who are uh, who don't want to pay? What if something happens to you and you end up losing everything? And so it's a good point, John. You know, it's not just it's not yeah, one sided. In, in New York City, um, you know, Chris, the shit just rules. made me think of it. There's so many in Maspeth, like there's so many Polish immigrants and uh, people from <clears throat> people from uh, Czechoslovakia and other places in the in Eastern Europe where they're they come here and they just work like crazy and they're homeowners in a few years and they take all of these wild risks because where they came from, you know, in, in, under the Soviet Union, they couldn't they had no opportunity. So so they almost see it more than people who are born in America and take things for granted, you know, that but they're up to their eyeballs in debt and they barely they barely get by. And they a lot of times, you know, they do illegal apartments or whatever they could do to. <laughs> To get some more rental income for the for the property, but right. the, your your landlord but, is not necessarily some fat cat who's sitting on billions of dollars. Yeah, right. with a monocle. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I know that's the thing, and but it makes them nasty. I'm sorry, it makes them nasty because yeah, they have all that pressure yeah. on themselves. So, so it just you know the shit on the hill. That's the thing, you know, everybody. It turns ugly because of this. Yeah, no, very few people place, wake up know? in the morning saying, "I want I'm be an asshole yeah. to everybody I encounter." You know, that's what I want to do today. There's either there's either going to be forgiveness or there's going to be a lot of homeless motherfuckers. You know that that's basically what it's going to come down to. And I don't I don't think that the government yes. would want millions of people to be out on the streets because that creates a huge issue in and of itself, you know, uh, just in, just in the way of revolution, you know, I mean, this would go beyond 10 cities and, and, you know, anything that we've seen in history. I mean, this is going to be, when it hits, it's going to be huge when that bill comes due and nobody has a dime. You know, how can you squeeze money out of stone? You just, you can't. You know, uh, landlords are not going to get the money. They're not going to have the money to pay for their shit. So I'm just thankful I'm not the dude that has to figure it out. Happen, unorthodox things. Um, And these people that are above us are financial voodoo wizards. So, you know, uh, when they say... Certain companies are too big to fail. We can't have society failing. So I, I don't know what that means. Uh, we're, we're seeing the popping of all of the bubbles. That's what we're seeing. And it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it goes to show you that it's, it's this type of capitalism is, you know, it's, it's, it's so vulnerable. But. Just like the just like the COVID nineteen um, takes advantage, it preys on weaknesses within the immune system and unhealthy stuff going on in whatever organism it invades. It also does that to yes. the economy, and there was a lot of unhealthy stuff going on with this economy. Um, they were doing a lot of 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 work with the repo markets unprecedented amounts of money were being pumped into short-term, uh, short-term borrowing and lending. 
And so it was already uh, it was already receiving heavy. Yeah, everything was everything you know? was a bubble. Everything was a bubble. Everything yes. everything was illusionary. It was all illusionary. Yes. Yes. So now people are going to wake up and they're going to see, holy shit. You know, uh, they're going to know what it's like to have food on the table. And yeah, it's and, not going to be know, pretty. Another thing about rent, New York, which we're all from New York, so we're very familiar with it. New York, we have this concept of if you have a tenant that you don't like, you want, you want to get him out, you have to have cause to evict him. And so it's not easy to do an eviction, and it usually drags on for six months, a year, two years. It gets harder if they have children. In Florida and a lot of other states, you don't need to have any reason to evict them. If their lease is up, you can tell them to leave. And the, the only cause you need to tell somebody to leave is that you don't feel like renting to them anymore. And an eviction takes about 30 days from, you know, you give a 30-day notice. And if they're not out, you get a court date. And then the court gives them, you know, a week to get out. And then the sheriff comes and puts them out. And they're done. So it's a very quick, easy process and uh, compared to New York. And a lot of people here, the, if they get stuck on a couple of months' rent, the owner of the property, when that lease comes back up, I'm sure they're not going to renew it because they'll see those people as a, a risk of uh, you know, not paying in the future or something like that. So you're going to have secondary things like that that come along. And maybe like you say, well, that's heartless. You know, it was the coronavirus. Why would you kick somebody out because of it? Well, you know, maybe you saw them coming home from the store with uh, Victoria's Secret or something, you know, and you say, well, they could be paying their rent instead of uh, buying lingerie. You know, people, people are going to, people are not going to be so nice to each other in this because it's not the same type of patriotic event like going to war is that pulls everyone together or 9-11 it's, it's a, yeah you know or 9-11 people are not going to come together like 9-11 because in this your your neighbor is potentially your enemy they're going to give you the disease maybe in 9-11 it was some guy in the Middle East you know it was bin Laden or it was Saddam Hussein and you, you know your neighbor was your the, the person who was, you know, st helping you stand guard against this enemy and people really pulled together. But this is totally different. This is not like a patriotism type event. Sega challenges you with the ultimate video game, the Sega Master System. Hang on, hang on. With more accurate control, more detailed graphics, more levels of play. Awesome! The Sega Master System comes with power base, two control pads, light phaser, and two great video games. Hang on, and Safari Hunt. Gotcha! And with other games like Ramble, Outrun, and Choplifter, the excitement never stops. The Sega Master System. The challenge will always be there. Crazy Eddie's greatest TV and video sale ever. Get a video recorder, color TV, large screen TV, video camera, even an audio video component system. Get it all on sale now during Crazy Eddie's greatest TV and video sale ever. Remember, we are not undersold. We will not be undersold. We cannot be undersold. And we mean it. So get anything and everything in TV and video. Get it now during Crazy Eddie's greatest TV and video sale ever. Crazy Eddie, his prices are insane. Holy cow.
Are you as confused as I am about these new tax laws? Ugh. Thank goodness you can buy all the things you need with a fixed-rate second mortgage loan as low as today's prime rate of 7.5%. That's right, 7.5%. Best of all, the low-interest payments may be fully deductible. Qualified homeowners get instant approval. Call the money store toll-free. Dial 1-800-221-9000. Yeah, it's, it's very murky. I don't... I really don't think anybody has the slightest clue as to how this thing is going to play out. You know, I, I, there are so many fucking variables, you know. Um, there's some things there are some things that are just unfortunately inevitable, which is the, the number one thing is a lot of the small businesses are never going to win. No. A lot of these small restaurants, it costs money to restart. Lights and, and fire up the grill. There's going to be a lot of cleaning. There's going to be a lot of spec. The odds are you lost them. Right. right. Ramos, you're breaking up, I think. Hello? I'm here. And the first couple, here. Uh, yeah. Can can you hear? Am I, yeah, can I think hear? a little bit. You're yeah. breaking up. Yeah, you're on a. I'm actually surprised we didn't have any issues an hour into the an hour into it. We haven't had any issues. That's pretty awesome. He, he might have to. He might have. Ramos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. You are. He may have to pull back in. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I've been very close. I've been trying to, you know, because, John, to, to back to your point about, about you know, things, you know, not feeling different. I mean, outside of the fact that I'm working from home, um, you know, I look out my window, things look the same. You know, spring is here. You see the deer. Um when I do get outside and, I, and I'm, you know, I, you're reminded by the empty shelves in the in the um, grocery stores and the pe- you know the, the few people you see wearing masks. Um, but yeah, I, I, it hasn't hasn't really hit me yet because, based on what we were talking about last week, I don't know anybody that's caught it yet. Um, and I think once that happens. Lauren just told me that one of her friends from Martin Luther High School back in Queens just passed away. Um, he was a couple of years ahead of her. So I think he was like 44, 45, a couple of kids. Um, so, but then again, that could be complications from something else. And based on what we were talking about last week, who, who really knows? I mean, when they hold the cards, they can pretty much, you know, put whatever they want on that death certificate. And, you know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to examine his fucking blood, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of like, you know, watching movies, yeah. trying to catch up on some books. You know, um, right now I'm reading Clive Barker, uh, a great and secret show. Uh, I'm writing. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I played Parcheesi with the kids, you know? Um, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, uh, just trying to, Stay sane, you know, not think about it. I, I haven't watched a single briefing all week. 
Yeah, um, well, I, well I one, of the, one of the problems with statistics that uh, this has always existed, because if you add up all the statistics for diseases, everyone should be dead. And right. the, the reason right. for it is, let's say, let's say you're a <laughs> cancer patient and you feel coronavirus symptoms. And so you get anxiety and you drink a bottle of wine and then you say, I have to go get tested. And you jump into your car and you race to the testing center and crash into a tree. And then you go into cardiac arrest and die. You go down <laughs> as a heart attack victim, a cancer victim, a coronavirus victim and a drunk driving victim. So everyone wants you to be in their statistic because they use these statistics to try and raise money and awareness for these different ailments. Funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. funding. Funding is a huge one. So, yeah, yeah we, we really don't know. Makes and a sense. lot of this anecdotal yeah. stuff, it's scary to hear like a, a 36-year-old, a 40-year-old died, but we don't know all the comorbidity. Hey, or... Hello. Hey, Hello, Chris, Chris, can you hear us? I don't know if he could hear us. Chris is back. Ramos. Yeah, he's got a bad connection. He may have to try and dial back in. I don't know. It always happens to him. Poor guy. Yeah, and he's in he's in New York. <laughs> you'd think you'd have good internet in New York. I'm here in the middle of nowhere. I, I and I thought I thought it was his phone because um he was using his he was using his iPad. <laughs> <laughs> He'll, he'll he'll hop off and hop back on. Um, John, I have a, a suggestion for you. Do you have access to Netflix? No, I don't. But you can you can stream any almost anything with these pirated it's, pirate it's piracy true. websites. It's true. You not, should... that, not that I do that. Not that I'd ever do that. I'd never stream pirated stuff. But right. You can. Yes, you can. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just watched. Uh, we it's... just watched a movie ourselves from the God damn internet. Yeah. The um, the show I wanted to tell you about was Tiger King. What? You gotta, you gotta check that show out. It is great. It's great. It is probably the craziest fucking narrative that that I've ever, ever witnessed. And supposedly, it it's all true. It's it's all a true story. But the way shit went down in this show, uh, it's phenomenal. You gotta check out Tiger King. Highly recommend it. All right, I'll see. You know, sometimes I get like a virus or something and an illegal show or movie just pops up on my screen and I inadvertently watch it. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, it happens all I, the time. I think I, I, yeah, I think the real issue with that is downloading. I don't, it, you just can't download it, you know, So, which I don't do ever. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very question. Like it's very questionable. You, you know, they're 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 really making this stuff up as they go along. You know, we used to have clear copyright laws that make sense, and now they just like pay off politicians to pass <clears throat> bizarre things that that don't really make sense. Yeah, you, you know, and the really the the film industry, which is a totally different topic than coronavirus, they need to do what the music industry did and adapt. You know, nobody wants to buy DVDs anymore and have a whole bookcase full of DVDs. People want to just stream things, and they should make that affordable. 
you know, like yeah. the like iTunes did, where you pay a dollar for the song that you want, and you don't have to like go buy an album full of filler. Well, you have more. Speaking of it, occasionally I come upon by accident these Russian websites that offer albums for a dollar. And you yes, know, sometimes like if I'm it's funny not how we're coming across these websites, man. <laughs> yeah. It's they just I, pop up, and you're like, wow. Yeah, fucking Russians. Those Russians, you know. The Russians. Blame them for everything. Uh, but but the uh, the the uh, what I was gonna say about before I cut out is um, the every the whole thing runs on credit, and so seriously behind. That's it. That's the one thing that's for sure. Everybody's gonna be seriously in debt, mm-hmm. and the people who already started their businesses by with debt are dead uh they're not coming back they're they're not coming back and a lot of smaller right. private businesses also and john you might know more about this i think landlords in new york city with like uh i'd say between five and 15 buildings we're not talking about the guys who have like two or three buildings uh, I have a friend who's got two or three buildings, but it's all secure. He's, you know, he's, it's, it's all like it wasn't purchased with debt. It was very cautiously done. People with five, people with 15 buildings the where it's a Ponzi done, yeah. scheme where you use the revenue from one building to pay off the other and, buy, and you just keep going down the line and hope that the pro- rising property values pays for it in time. They're not those people coming. are now dead. Yeah, yeah, they're dead. Uh, big Fine. real estate organizations, your Jared Kushner's and and that sort of stuff, like big real estate owners, will have enough to like hold off and 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 uh, and kind of you know survive the storm. And then there's going to be a ton of cheap property available, I would imagine, from all these foreclosures. But I, I don't know the real estate uh, market as well. I mean, so right. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think he uh, he dropped off. I, he was probably having some. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hear him. He would have. He would have something. That, like, yeah. He's involved in in. So, wow! Well, so it wasn't believe, just me right? that so got he tossed. Would know something more. About that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that's what I've been hearing. You know, like I've been. Um, kind of hooked on uh, following those uh, Jimmy Dore uh, live streams and then he'll post parts, you know, most of, you know, parts of them and, you know, it's on, on YouTube later for anyone to see. Uh, and like I was saying earlier, you know, they got a bunch of people going on there and they're like really, and, and they don't sound like, they sound like they know what they're really talking about. Uh, to me at least, you know, they're not just hacks, you know, like, uh so that that's you know they're they're saying basically uh that um they'll wait a few months for this to go you know to go bye bye and then uh, they'll uh, they'll buy up uh, you know throw everybody yeah, out you, you can buy, and buy up uh, you know all for these, for nothing all this basically is going to be left out there and and to be scooped up at a cheap price and uh, right so and the businesses the small Roberto's businesses you know the uh, 
Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. then then in, 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 now you're going to have Fridays or Outback Steakhouse, you know, or Cheesecake Factory or uh, stuff like that, I would imagine. Yeah. Because they could take these losses. They could... They could they could survive the the storm and then crawl back out and, and so so what cheap. so what you're saying is we could have a changing of the guard on the other side of this right where where you have the Amazons of the world that are going to be buying up brick and mortar and like you know or or more of your Taco Bells and KFCs and right less People of your mom and fast pop. food so. So yeah, big real estate companies, big food chains, uh, you know, maybe more supermarkets now, you know, uh, more monopoly. But that's how it's been going. My, this is my understanding over the last few decades, more and more uh, monopolies. You know, every time they take advantage of the big ones, you know, they have the, the lobbying power. Know the money, the influence to to be in the position, and 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 they're given all this all this money that they don't really deserve, you know. So you know, like they say, you know, socialism for, for the rich. I, I just got back in. Poor, oh, you know? good, good. I I think Chris, what you would he caught yeah, the he caught the remote. Actually, somebody called me on the regular phone and it booted me off of the the app. So I don't know why it did that, but. But I think what you were getting at, Chris, there's something called a, a BRRR, B-R-R-R-R-R scheme. I don't know how many R's there are, but it's buy, buy, renovate, rent, refinance, repeat, something like that. And basically what you do is you, you buy a house that's in, ba- real, in bad shape. And so the bank won't lend on it because let's say it's got a hole Jesus, in the roof. That's ominous. Uh, do you hear that, John? Yes, I Oh, it's all day and all night Jesus for, for me. All day and all night. See that yeah. that would fucking freak me out. I, I I don't know how you could deal with that day in, day out. Oh it that, it does. It does. Fucking, it just, it just does. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Talk about your constant yeah. reminder. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that could anyway. that could happen, the transfer, but I mean, let's not let's not lose sight of the fact that the rich are not vulnerable here i mean people like jeff bezos requires uh, a healthy have requires healthy masses to purchase his products on a regular basis you know truth so truth Truth. you know just because they're worth money today doesn't mean they'll be worth very much uh, in a month or two so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of variables here man i mean i don't but getting back to that rent thing you know, I, I, I don't, I don't see any way around it. I mean, I guess if you're already in debt, thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars, what's an additional ten? But you know, you're 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 never gonna catch up. I mean, normal people, all of us, uh, are pretty much one or two checks away from pretty much being homeless. I mean, I I, I don't I don't make a ton of money. I don't. I don't think anybody on the call is making six figures. I mean, um, and even if we were making six figures, chances are we'd be in quite a bit of debt. So I think a large portion of the population is pretty much one or two checks away from, from being, you know, homeless. 
So, and and these these big corporations also are in tons yes. of debt or have tons of ob- obligations to to meet every week. Yeah. You know, they're they're under Gamble. contract, let's say, to buy uh, thirty thousand pencils. You, you know, yeah. and if they don't buy and all kinds of stuff like that, fuel, no, and, you're going to buy these and, fucking uh, pencils, employees and everything. No, no, no. you're going to buy these fucking but, pencils. Sorry. And a lot, a lot of these guys, like like I was talking, like I was talking about with that scheme, you buy a shitty house, you pay for it with hard money, which is a loan, like loan shark right. money. Then you renovate it, then you refinance it and pull as much money as you can out of it. You get a high appraisal, so now you're borrowing more than you paid for it, and you use that excess yeah, to go and buy another house. Yes. I don't know keep... why you gotta use a word like loan shock. Why you gotta say loan shock? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman. You know? Uh, no, I mean they're they're not as bad as loan sharks. They're worse. Hard money loans. You usually you're paying like maybe ten or fifteen percent, and the idea is that you only need that money for a couple of months and nobody else is going to lend it to you right. for your particular project. Right. So you're dependent. If the whole scheme, you can have 15, 20 houses and, but you're, you're stretched yep. so thin. The whole scheme falls it's apart. A house All of that cards. has to happen to you. It's a Ponzi. Yeah. Scheme. You, yeah. Get, it's a Ponzi scheme. you get stuck. You get stuck with your loan shark loan, and no one will refinance. Right. So your fifteen houses are all gone. Now all of a sudden you're in foreclosure on yep. everything. Yeah, because it's all leverage. Like they call when rich people do it, they call it leverage. Right. It makes you sound smart. When poor people do it, they call yeah. it debt. Right, right. So, so then, yeah, one guy, one house falls, the other house falls, everything tumbles down, and then a giant real estate company with hundreds of building buildings buys up for cheap. When all this is over. And then you wind up like Jeffrey Epstein. Well, you know, I mean, it depends on how you want to look at that. But the, uh, but the, the, uh, the, the whole, the whole thing is, is that. Harvey Weinstein. What's going on with, he's sick. I know he's got the virus. Yeah. I also heard nobody gives a shit. So it's like. I heard it's they like took him up. Every every so often there'll be a blip on the news <laughs> and they'll be like it, you know the only other blip outside of the coronavirus and they'll say something about the Jeffrey Epstein debacle and where they are with the case and I, nobody gives a fuck right like <laughs> they found him hanging in his cell nobody gives a fuck they 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 don't have any tapes the tapes are gone like all right <laughs> Well, Vic, they were accidentally erased. Oh, I'm sorry, shit. <laughs> the tapes were accidentally erased, <laughs> so there's nothing we can do about it. But the world, it's definitely, uh, if you have the money to withstand this, if, if there's another side to this, you know, like, an, you know, an, uh, at the end of the tunnel, when we emerge out of that tunnel to the new world, then... The people who have managed to survive it will have some buying opportunities. Make sure you the guys people... have books, books, lots of books, because when the internet goes down and all this shit, at least you have something to do. Well, you know, it's always good to have, you know, even in, under normal circumstances, it's always good to have radios. I realized a couple of weeks ago that I have nothing 
that runs on batteries anymore. Every piece of equipment that I have to listen to the radio or, or log on to anything requires a charger, which requires electricity. Mm-hmm. So I, I managed to find an old Studebaker model radio for like 18 bucks. It works nicely, AM and FM, runs on batteries. Uh, so it's good to have those. It's good to... Un- it's good to understand how your stove works. Yeah, I love those. Is your those. stove gas? Is your stove electric? Is your stove a hybrid? Does yeah. is do you have an a, do you have an electric do you have an electric oven and a, a gas stove top? Well, is, we, is it all electric? Yeah, everything Does, here is electric. If we lose electric, we lose everything. We lose water. We we lose um, uh, the ability to heat the house. Right. We lose the ability to cook. So uh, it's always good to know that. Yeah. yeah. It's just not just now. It's always good to know. That. And be prepared. Also, some, yeah. So, so like, uh, how do you, you know, how do you start a gas stovetop where, where the electricity usually ignites the pilot and now you have no electricity. How do you do that? Right. Are you prepared with candles? Are you, uh, you know, these, these are all things to just always know about, you know, otherwise, you know, your meat's going to be melting in the freezer. You, your, your whole freezer is filled with meat that's just going to rot. Uh, you know, you, you got to be able to cook this stuff. Or, or you got to be able mm-hmm. to know if you can't cook this stuff if, if the power goes out. And this will help with your survival to a certain extent. Even if you are the prepper supreme and, you know, you got yourself a, a 1950s, underground bunker in your backyard um you, you know the, no i'm serious like there are people out there that that are like <laughs> really into this shit and they might be armed to the teeth yeah and let's say you do have enough food yeah, and all this stuff for a month when society breaks down it's not going to be a month or two months it could be years so there's really i mean when you look at the big picture, there's, it's all about survival, really. It, uh, I, you know, because you're going to burn through your reserves in, in in no time. You'd be surprised. A family of four? Oh, of course. I mean, of course. It's so, not so, easy. But imagine, imagine somebody with no reserves. Right. Imagine somebody. Yeah. who uh for whatever reason isn't able to afford whether it's lack of They're income done. isn't able to afford wasn't able to stock up on toilet paper or or food or anything and is already as of today wiping their ass with leaves april 5th as of it's april terrible. 5th today <laughs> they're already like out Strapped. of money and out of food and yeah. out of everything right now you know, you know what i mean like You can yeah. live with paper. Yeah, you yeah know, I still don't understand that whole toilet yourself. paper you rush. That, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand it. Well, the, because the rap the rapture is coming, and you're not going to get into heaven with a shitty ass. <laughs> God is not going to take you if you have a shitty ass. You're going straight to hell. That's right. Uh, by That's the way, disrespectful. Today yeah. Is Ramos Day. By the way, the, uh, the uh, Palm <laughs> Sunday in Spanish, it's uh, Ramos. That's where the name comes from. Nice. See, you have your you have your own day. That's awesome. That is, you know, I have my moments. You know, that is awesome. Uh, So, listen, really quick before you, I don't think you were on the call at the time. 
I have a recommendation for everybody. Check out Tiger King. Netflix. I've heard of, I've heard about it. A lot of people um, have been recommending it. Yeah, about the it's, it's this guy who's got like he's got from what I gather he's like he's got like a fetish. Uh, he's got like two husbands and yeah. and like a tiger. Yeah, he, he some southern guy. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, he he's uh he's a guy who who uh, is homosexual um and he he pretty much raises tigers and he finds himself at odds with and there's a whole culture and I had absolutely no idea how rampant the uh the tiger market was or the big cat market was in this country. There are hundreds of people that own cats, large cats. I, I mean, you hear about these nut jobs like in the big cities. They'll they'll say some dude was arrested for running an alligator or something like that or a big cat. Um, yeah. but there's a whole yeah. market for this shit. I had no idea. And and I hear he, John, John is John's in the market for a tiger, right, John? No, I, I can't afford to have any pets. I move around too much. I could have an alligator, too, though. All, you get those for you, free. All you, yeah, the, those are free. All you, all you need is if you dig a hole and it fills with water, you got alligators. There you go. There you go. See, I have deer. I have deer. So I, I have at least my creatures are docile. They won't tear you apart. Um, they're no, vegetarian. Running, running um, around. Al- alligators, alligators are actually very harmless. I I actually take walked down to the lake. I encounter, I the, I walked down to the lake, and you know an alligator could be laying in a few inches of water. So I'm walking towards the lake. Alligator, and this alligator. He, he's he's right on the shore. I guess he couldn't turn around fast enough, so he flipped himself up in the air, like six feet up in the air. Turned around the other way and took off swimming out to the lake. And I jumped in the air and turned around the other way and took off running up to the house. So <laughs> we, we, both, we both scared each other. Where, where people get into trouble, like a lot of times, one way is if you're walking a little dog. An alligator is too stupid to, you know, a lot of times the alligator will go for the dog and get the owner. And... Another thing you could do if you're walking along the shore of a lake and there's a lot of, uh, they make their nest up on the shore. So if they're in the water and you get between them and their nest, you could be in trouble. And, uh, and then there, there are tourists who, you know, an alligator is a reptile. So he just sits there like sunning himself, doing nothing. <laughs> and people get bolder and bolder and start throwing beer cans at them. And poking them with a stick, and they don't warn you because they're not mammals; they're reptiles. They don't like growl at you or, or show any anger. They just all of a sudden that that was one too many beer cans you threw at him, and he's he, and they can run they can run like forty miles an hour when they want to for a brief period of time. They could run faster than oh, a horse wow. in a brief spurt. So that's fucking crazy, right? That, I didn't know that. I didn't know they were that fast. Thankfully, I know bears are fast, so I don't run from a bear if I see one. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I could. But it. they're beautiful animals. But for the bears, for the most part, any any alligator that comes around humans, they've put down, and they've been doing that for so many years now that it's almost like uh, 
you know, survival of the fittest or whatever, the alligators have been weeded out to where, like, only the ones that stay in water and avoid humans are the ones that survive. So it's sad that they kill these alligators because there's stories, like, of people who lived here in the 1950s. They'd come out in the morning and, like, chase all the alligators off their lawn with a broom. (laughs) And because <laughs> they're really not yeah, that, such they're not that aggressive. Then. And yeah, people, people were more manly. Even <laughs> women were more manly back then. I, I, I believe it. I believe it. Well, I think we're going to get tough. I think we're going to toughen up before this thing is over. Oh, yeah, this might thin the herd of humans. I think I think what's going to happen, though, is they're going to shut one weekend. They'll shut down the banks. They'll shut down the Internet, the TV, everything. Nobody will know what's going on. And then Monday morning, you wake up and a loaf of bread will cost a thousand dollars and they'll reset the currency. So all the debt could be paid off easily. And if you say they'll claim it was always like that, and if you say anything different, they'll diagnose you with coronavirus-related fever and mental illness, and they'll put you in a camp someplace. The Mandela effect. <clears throat> That's insane. Yeah. That reminds me of something you were saying, John, uh, on the last show when I was listening to it. Um, that, you know, I'm not... I'm not big into conspiracy theories, but that doesn't mean they they don't exist, you know. So you just gotta kind of, you know, think for yourself, and 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 uh, you know, there could be some truth, like you said. It's it's hard to really believe anything for certain, right? Um, these tests, how accurate are they? They could easily sort of like kind of mix them together with you know other you know people who just have the flu maybe you know i'm not saying that's the case i'm not saying that there's nothing to this and but uh you know if 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 they have a reason to kind of balloon things a bit uh why wouldn't they do it you know yeah the best thing you could do is try and get the full range of news you know find out what the 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 conspiracies ranging from it doesn't exist to It's going to wipe out all of humanity. And out of that full range of news, you can then start to make, uh, try and make informed decisions while being prepared for anything. So you could quickly, you could quickly adapt if let's say you've decided that this is not serious at all. And then you're in Walmart and people are just dropping on the floor and convulsing. You, you know, you go, okay, wait, I've heard this, I've heard this theory, now I'm changing my behavior drastically. Right. And you're ready Getting for the fuck it. out of there. Oh, yeah, no. No, I mean, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not assuming that, that it's not, I'm assuming that it is true and, you know, take all kinds of, you know, any measures that you can to, to, you know, be, be smart and, you know, protect others and yourself and all that. But at the same time, don't just assume yeah, just I agree with everything that, that you I, I hear think, either. Personally, I think it's a, it's a new strain. I think it's weak, and it's just something people's immune system hasn't seen before. And the vast majority of people recover from it, and very few people are in any actual danger. And it's mainly overblown. For, for this way, but I, but I also... I also think that there's absolutely no reason why you should run out into the street and grab your neighbor and hug and kiss him. You know, that 
doesn't make it doesn't make any sense no matter how firm you firmly <laughs> you might believe that it's not a uh a yeah. yeah the the only thing i i i i tend to agree with that um just practical laws of like you know it's probably not a good time to hit the bar and make out with two girls in one night but like um it it well, wait, dangerous. let's keep things in a perspective here. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> damn the coronavirus, uh, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. at this, at party this like point. Party like it's 1999. Yeah, um, party like it's 2008. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> party like it's 29. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think at this point, with this particular wave, I, I don't think there's reason to believe that it's going to become you know, uh, Ebola, you know, but if this comes back, if this ends up being endemic, if this comes back, we don't know what it'll look like then. So hopefully, hopefully this, you know, we, we are able to build some kind of immunity to it. Um, I, I mean, I'm not a big fan of vaccines. Um, but you know, you have to look at all every Avenue that can possibly be taken whether it's treatments, vaccines, or what have you. Um, because if this is truly something that we've never seen before, then everyone's at risk. It's just a question of, of what your viral load would be. And then based on that, right. and after that, yeah. your, your, your comorbidities. Yeah, John's back. I think he dropped. Um, my guess. Yeah, so my, my guess there's, here. They're saying well, that there, is, there could be multiple waves to this. So... Yeah, my my guess. Um, uh, while we wait for John to to return, my guess He's here back. is that is that uh, my guess is that he. He's back. Uh, my my guess is that what's going to solve this is a combination of existing medications. I think that what is going to solve this has already been is already in existence. Uh, it may not be what the president is saying, or it might be. Who knows? But I think that th- this is a slight, this is a novel, but it's, it's novel, but it's slight, it's a slight variation, slight enough that some of the old tactics used for other things in combination might be able to help. Uh, so I think they should go in that direction. Um, and also the other thing, you know, if you look at the Spanish flu, I was reading the Spanish flu, it's, it returned again. And that's when it was at its most deadly. Right. Whether that was because of deteriorating con- conditions amongst the soldiers or uh, uh, after the mm. war, whatever immune it was. Immune systems or people, were weaker. Yeah, immune systems even. If you look at the spike, right. really quickly, if you look at the spike of Spanish, uh, Sp- Spanish corona, Spanish flu deaths, right? Then you are going to see a spike with zero to four-year-olds, uh, babies who, whose immune systems weren't ready for it. 60 and over older people and that's normal but then you see a spike in 20 uh 20 to 34 and you're like what the hell is that soldiers the only explanation right soldiers with deteriorating conditions in the trenches for years in the cold gas who destroyed people's lungs Mm -hmm. pollution dirt vermin 
Yeah, lack yeah. of nutrition. Uh, and so they were the most horrible vulnerable. conditions. So I don't horrible. know if it was that or if it was, you know, there is something scary to be said about the mutation of viruses. They could either mutate into something harmless or they could mutate into some superbug, especially if, and we have no other choice. I'm not advocating against this. I do it every day, especially if we're, if we're all OCD now and we're sanitizing everywhere mm-hmm. we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Double-edged sword. It, Right, then it has the danger of of creating a, a new form, a new strain of something even worse than anything we've ever encountered. Um, well, so, viruses so... usually mutate into something less har- into something weaker, because biologically, the goal of a virus is to live, and if it kills its host, that's not good for the virus. It's good for you to to live on, spread it around get it next year and the year after and the year after that. And so if it, if it mutates, it'll probably mutate into something weaker. And I, I don't think we're going to find any cure for it. There's, there's a hundred other strains of the coronavirus that we can't cure. We can't cure the flu. We might come up with some better treatments that give people a better shot of living. But I think nature is going to take care of it. Unfortunately, it's gonna, it'll come back next year. Maybe it'll be a little weaker and the most vulnerable people will have already died. And so it won't be as big of a deal. And then it'll just keep coming. It might be a bit of a problem next year. And then the year after it'll be less and less and less. And it'll just be another strain of, of the, the flu that we get every year. Yeah, and I, I guess... Yeah, it does. But also, if you have a large, I guess it depends on on what society looks like in a year's time. You know, if it really tanks and you have a lot of, you know, Uh, uh, a lot of hungry and and homeless people that are having to live out in the elements and, you know, the the sanitation issues. Yeah, sanitation issues. um, You know, you, you could be looking at, you know. An, a, another beautiful fucking cesspool of, of, uh, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, you know, yeah. The population yeah, might I be vulnerable. I mean, I hope it doesn't. Pol- politically, you can't tell people there's no, not going to be a cure for it. So we're not even going to try. You have to put on the show that you have like top scientists are working around the clock you have to do that. But people have been trying to cure the common cold for thousands of years, even going back to Chinese medicine. And, you know, these ancient ancient medicines were trying to cure the common cold. That's the thing that plagued most uh, most of humanity. Yeah. yeah. So the numbers seem to be down. In the, now, I'm going to just assume that they're telling the truth. Except for China, we can't assume that China is telling the truth. Come on, and, and Russia. Ooh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Or Russia. Yeah. Anybody, yeah North anybody, Korea has zero <laughs> man. They're doing a fantastic job. That's from those two countries, or and once and it gets offended. I'm sorry, but they haven't earned the benefit of the doubt over the last. And I know that the U.S. lies too. But, like, they're blatant. China and Russia are just blatant about it. There's no way um, there's, oh, there's no way that the Chinese case has just stopped unless they have some knowledge that we don't, which would be foul. So either you're full of shit or you're, you're holding back something that, like, was miraculous and saved you. Either That's way, it. it's Those are the two up. options. 
Yeah. So out of the legitimate countries in the world that actually, you know, tell some semblance of the truth once in a while, then you'd have to say that the cases are slowing down in Italy. The cases are, you know, the, the deaths were down to like the 500s today, which is enormous, but it's still, it's been in the 900s and the thousands every day at the lowest of seven. Well, what about the new cases though, Chris? I mean, are they still, are they still <sighs> getting new cases like diagnoses of new cases? In I don't Italy? know. I don't okay. know what the new case statistics are. I know just the deaths and I know that they went down in Spain a little bit. Spain is still cresting. They're behind Italy. France is in France is not even being spoken about, but they're having a disastrous time of it. And England is having a really bad time of it. Germany is, has a very low death rate because Germany has been testing uh, a lot of people. And the more people you test, the more people you'll come across who have mild symptoms. And they stay uh, home. Right. Or, or, or it doesn't develop into death. You know, so, so like the, in New York, you can't get a test unless, unless you're already in horrible shape or unless you're a celebrity of some sort. Um, so, so you, so you, uh, anybody who tests is already in bad shape and therefore the death count is a higher proportion of the positive cases. Whereas a place like Germany, uh, and even Jersey to a certain extent, um, they're testing a lot of people. So, so like you're getting a lot of positives and a very low death rate comparatively. So we'll see if that changes. France is, has a big death rate comparatively, which either means that they're in horrible shape or they are not testing as much or they're only testing severe cases. Or they have, a, they have an older population like Italy. Right, right. That's, that's the other thing. You know, like they, they might have an older population. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, so, so I, I guess, you know, it's slowing down. That's according to what they're saying. That's good news. New York has one more, apparently what they're saying, one more wave over the next week to week and a half. And, and uh, it's still, you still, you, you go up the mountain. Every step is 300 deaths, 400 deaths, 500 deaths. And when you reach the peak at like whatever in New York, it would probably be around uh, 600 deaths maybe. Then you have to go back down those steps. Which is 500 deaths, 400, 400 deaths. deaths. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Everything adds up, yeah. It, uh, yes. Yeah, and it could be a plateau as well. Like Como was saying earlier today, it may you know, uh, reach yes. the apex and then kind 500, of 500, this horizontal 500, yeah. kind of yeah. plateau that is going to hover around until it finally slowly starts to go back down. I, I you know, I, I don't know, but, but uh, I would expect, I just kind of assumed the worst, you know, like, so the, for the rest of yeah, April, well, this know, assumed really bad. Be careful when bad. cutting tomatoes I don't or know. cutting salami or something. You don't want to wind up in the emergency room. I know. I was telling the girls because, you know, they're, they're getting stir crazy too. They're, they're stuck in the house all week. Uh, there's nowhere to go really, except going outside. And, you know, we have the play area, and they're swinging, and they're going really high, and I tell them, you guys need to slow it down and don't go so high. I'm like, I, I'm becoming a helicopter parent, but, you know, I don't want to end up having to spend time in the emergency room for several hours and then come home with the fucking <laughs> virus. Not my yeah, idea. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, know? exactly, um, yeah. 
So yeah, or you don't get attention and you bleed to death uh, on the cur at the outside of the hospital. You know. Yeah, yeah, which is a strong possibility. I mean, we spoke about it last week. Monroe County has the, the, the highest density of cases in all of Pennsylvania. So, yeah. yeah, filthy bastards. Yeah, man. And, <laughs> well, it, is that more of an urban? Like, is it more populated? Like, densely populated? Or what? What is it about Monroe that's like? Is it just proximity to Jersey? What? What is it that? Yeah, means? it's the proximity to the tri-state. The fact that you know we have a lot of transplants, a lot of people who have vacation homes here on the mountain. Mm. Uh, it's because right, of you, New right. Yorkers. <laughs> Yeah, Carbon Carbon County, Vic is right on the border between Carbon County and Monroe County. Carbon County only has 50, yeah. and Monroe County <clears throat> is up to 528. So, yeah. I mean, but Carbon County... Ca- 528 County, deaths, though, right? Uh, no cases, <laughs> only 11 deaths in Monroe County. Oh, oh and you okay. Have, you have okay. 50 cases in Carbon and only one death. Well, well, Carbon... What? Carbon County is going to become a carbon copy, basically. I mean, it, the, no one yeah. is safe. No one, no one is like no. safe. From, it doesn't discriminate. From, so. The rural areas are not safe, or the more the less densely populated areas are not safe. There's always somebody who goes back and forth between the regions, and then, that's right. And then amongst that group, there's bound to be one or two at least, and then that's enough because that's it. It's like it spreads. It spreads. Maybe it doesn't spread like when you're walking outside, breathing the air, but it spreads enough when you're at home with your family. You spread it to your family, and then whoever they have close contact with, they spread it to, and and it grows exponentially. And so the first stage is always tourist areas and areas where a lot of people from a lot of different countries come. Then the second area is the urban areas. The, uh, the 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 uh, the urban areas where you have low income people tightly packed, like you see in Chicago, the majority of the of the problems are in South Chicago, which is uh, where where like you have the most poverty, and then after that it goes into the uh, the suburbs and the rural areas. It's been the pattern everywhere, you know. So. You know, uh, is somebody taking a piss over there, or what's going on over there? <laughs> no, I would just wa- I just Hello? washed my hands in uh, coronavirus <laughs> panic, as, as you were talking about spreading it around inside your house. <laughs> Luckily, I'm alone here, though, People so I don't have to worry about uh, like other people watching you while you're urinating. Other family members. Um, no, like if you if you have a, a big <laughs> family, it becomes harder and harder when you have a big family, and different people have different levels of uh, seriousness they want to take it. Like if you have a lot of adults yeah. in the house, you can control your kids to a certain extent, but uh, but a, a yep. lot of adults in the house is you you get you're you're uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link on on bringing it in, and I think. That's a big problem people have is that if you're if you, if you're go if one family member is being reckless or was being reckless, right. it's kind of like, well, what's the point in me doing anything because I'll just get it from them. Right, yeah. it, it creates it creates a, a break in the it, chain. Yeah. I just want to jump in, guys. I want to let you guys Good know um, we got about nine minutes left uh, of our time, and then the show is gonna it's gonna automatically end. 
Okay. The two hour um, limit. Yeah. Speaking, of, I do have to get dinner cooking. It's my turn to cook today. Anybody have any good recipes they've been using? Any any anything that I should try? I've been trying to experiment with different things and you should I, I, I'm my you should try domestic violence and make it somebody else's turn to cook. <laughs> oh uh yeah, well, I've been working on my Wi-Fi. You know what? I learned something from from uh from Vic's from Vic's dad, and that's that cooking is a lot more fun if you have a little uh, drink. And and I think that it's helped me through this crisis. Uh, you know, and a lot of uh, I have I have a couple of friends. Uh, you know, their fathers cook, their parents cook. They drink wine while they cook, and that has made cooking so much more fun for me. Yeah, domestic you violence know? is more fun when you have something to drink too <laughs> yeah I, i'm afraid i don't i don't know uh lindsay hits the uh she hits the gym she might be able to beat me up at this point so so like i don't think that's happening you know like uh i'll get body slammed or something she lifts weights but but the uh the the uh the but it has helped and and also i find when i'm when i'm drinking my sense of smell gets better so I, I I'm I'm able to spice uh spice things up better and like you know I, I have like I let my passion take over about what spices I'm going to use. I don't have recipes for things. I just like do it spur of the moment, you know. Like Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, you don't have to, you know, like uh um Mara, you know, annoys me a lot of times she'll find some recipe and somehow, I don't know, she manages to find <laughs> worthless, retarded recipes, which are much worse than anything we could think of. You know, and, and then she puts in the effort and makes a mess, and the food really sucks. And I'm like, man, can't you tell? Can't you tell that, you be... know, take a look at the ingredients, and you should have an idea well, if it's you... good or not. You don't have to be a slave to, to, the, uh, to the recipe. You know, you could work with what you have and kind of use your common sense of what kind of goes together, and and you 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 you'll be surprised. It would be pretty good, better than those BS recipes. You know, like if you're gonna do something from a recipe, find a good book that you know, like it, they, you know, they're not they're they're really good. Right. You know and, what I mean? And, and Otherwise, yeah, don't bother. Just work with what you have so and, and use your own. We've gotten really good with the ideas. Oven. We we weren't really oven people. Like we didn't use a lot of the uh, like the oven. Now we use the oven regularly. We've become accustomed. My rice, I'm making good rice. At least if I die, if I wind up in a ventilator and die, at least I know that in the next life, I think I'll be able to make a good rice. You know, you know what I mean. Um, so, you know, you just pick up what lessons you can here at the end, and you know, at the apocalypse. And uh, I I'd suggest. And, and... <clears throat> If you want to try something uh, new, next you know, we always, Come on, when, one... when you cook, you want to go out and get the freshest ingredients because that's going to be the best, most nutritious food for you. But if you want to practice a little disaster cooking, it's a real skill that some people develop where they figure out how to make good dishes out of canned and non-perishable food. And then when you do this for the have... stockpiling... You, you, you end up, you know, if you can enjoy sure. eating your stockpile, that's a skill. And so you right. don't have like all this canned food where you're like, oh, I don't want to eat that crap. Um, you just go and buy fresh food and let, let, the, Bro, let it all go yeah. to waste. 
Actually, it's funny that you bring that up. When I was in Maspeth, when I used to live alone in Maspeth, that was I was an expert. I could hook up a, a, a carton of Chinese white rice, plain white rice, with Vienna sausages and chopped onions and a little garlic powder. And that, sh- that was that shit was good. It was good. It was an enjoyable <laughs> meal. Vienna sausages with rice and, and onions. Vienna sausage. You know, and and like a. Like like a like a like a fifty cent honey bun, oh my God. you know those honey bun cakes <laughs> that would be dessert. Yeah, that was good yeah, stuff. If you can if you can find if you find canned food that you enjoy or non perishables you enjoy, then you should still be <sighs> eating fresh food. But you can actually have a stockpile pantry where you're prepared at all times and you're rotating yeah. at food yeah. diet. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I stocked up on a, on um on canned. I I stay away from canned, but but uh, usually, but uh, there is a a company it's called Eden. Uh, they do you know really good stuff. You know, high quality. It's non BPA lining, and no no garbage in there. Like all good stuff. You know, so you know you feel good about using cans. You know, and uh, you know healthy. You know, pastas aren't the healthiest, but healthy pastas. Oatmeal. Uh, what else? Uh, rice, healthy rice, and uh, oils and spices and oatmeal. Exactly, I got oatmeal. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty you know pretty well stocked on you know sauces. You know, like tomato sauces and and uh, you know some things in the frozen section good, there a little good. bit. Uh, you know, good. All right. so well, we're, we're, that, we're good for key. for quite some time. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, in the next few days for all of us. Um, you know, the the wave. Is here, it's hitting, and hopefully in like the next two weeks it'll be a little bit less and less and less and less. And but then it's gonna go, it's gonna go, man. It's gonna travel to the Midwest. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's gonna travel, yeah. and and we have to see how that goes, and we have to see what we could do to help. You know, there's a lot of people that have been coming to New York from outside to help as like volunteers or workers and when you know if we're done with it and we clean up our mess we have to like give our support ohio michigan florida pennsylvania you know these these places are going to get hard hit you know that's that's all there is to it we're you know this is just Every when when it was in Italy, people were saying it's not going to be that way here. It is that way here. In Nassau, they're saying they were saying it's not going to be that way here. It was, you know, yeah. it just go. It just the wave continues, and there's no way around it. And it's simply a numbers game. It's simply like all these people who would normally, uh, you know, all these people are just you know who are are, are basically at death's door. And the hospital is the hospital system is not equipped to handle that many people at death's door all at once, and that's what it is. Yeah, uh, you know that's, that's that's definitely what's leading to the the high mortality rate, right? For sure. Yeah. Well, it looks like we have a minute left, guys. So just so you know. Oh man, I'm good. I think it was a great show here. Yeah, I think it was a very informative show. We'll, we'll see. I'm sorry. 
Andrew, you didn't bring down yeah, the standards. I brought down the man. standards. I, Vic's I really gonna, the it was awesome. Vic's going to edit good. this up, and it's going to sound good. And <laughs> the, the commercials. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. As long as he, he edits me out of it, and what did you think of the commercials, Chris? What did you think of the commercials? Oh, I have some good ones. I have some ones for this for this uh, show. Did you like the commercials, Chris? Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah.